I know. It is such a cool con. I mean, next year, you and Rachel have to come. I mean, this, between the parties and the, the, the celebrities and the panels and the, um, I mean, me on a panel and, and dealer's room and all the rest. Y'all got to come. I, I, and I want to. I want to come. So next year, I have a plan for this next year. Okay. Next year, I'll come with you guys. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is, it's expensive. Yeah. So, you being the big boss man I work for, yeah. you know, you yeah. take care of that stuff. Yeah. If you can set it up so I'll get a big raise... I can go to Dragon Con next year with you guys. It'll be awesome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You serious? No, of course not. Oh. You are listening to the Old Titans. This is John Paul. This is the director, co-creator, executive producer of the Old Titans, the one and only B-Man. I feel like we're at, you know, an episode of Game of Thrones here. <laughs> I'm trying to get it bigger. I'm trying to get You're it getting bigger. You're bigger and I'm John Paul. That's, that's what it is, man. Okay. All right. That, that works. That it works. Is, yes. So how you been? I, I've been good, man. I mean, it's been good. All right. All right. Well, you know, you were gone last week. I was, well, I was gone for part of last week. You were gone for most of last week. Yeah, I was gone for quite a bit of it. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the same without you. Uh, well, that's, that's good to hear. Unless, I, the know, craziest thing happened, though, I was at Target the other day, right? Okay. And I heard this lady complaining, this really guy being foolish in front of her. I'm like, John Paul's here. It wasn't you, though. It was a different phone. Uh, okay, I see, I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, 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 that yeah, that yeah. Good. that's good. That was good. So, how about we go into our normal beginning here, outside of the, what you did right there. And we will go to the B-Man question of the week. Eh, easy question. In your personal opinion, what is the greatest TV saga of all time? Greatest TV saga. And this is... Just for rule, just to make sure I understand, because I have an answer. I have, I have a clear answer. I just hope I don't have to revise it. One that actually got to complete and do its full saga, not one that, like, yeah. say, like Firefly, that had a saga in mind, but... Yeah, if Firefly lasted you know, five or six seasons, it would be a different story. Yeah. My favorite one-season show of all time, definitely Firefly, yeah. but... And, and there could be something that was planned for one season, and that was it. That'd be okay, but yeah. but there's plenty of yeah, them that have not beginning lasted. and, yes. Okay. So, for me, the number one one, I, I think, with no question, is Babylon 5. I think Babylon 5, they, he had the entire story planned out. Not every moment of every story, but the overall arc uh, planned out for five years. The only, the only exception to his five-year plan was every year they never knew whether they get to be get to come back for the next year. Um, but most of the time that was okay until he got three seasons done. And then season four, going into season four, is where we're so close to the end now. And it suddenly became very precarious as to whether or not there'd be a season five. They were getting four, but they weren't sure about five. So he stripped out all of the standalone stories and just made everything just the pure arc for all of season four. So what was supposed to be a five-year story ended up being a four-year story, and then they got renewed. So season five of that feels very anticlimactic. It's still good. You still enjoy it, but the main story was done, and it was all, you know, prologue. Or not, or whatever it is. Epilogue. Epilogue, sorry, yes. epilogue. It's all epilogue after that. It was good, enjoyed it, but but as a saga, he got to tell his entire story, and it was it was a great story. Huh. You didn't, never actually saw Babylon 5. Never, never watched it. Yeah, it still holds up. Um, I actually went back and watched a couple episodes, and some people died. Um, um, the, the number of actors on there who were great first is, is wonderful. Andres Katsoulis and some others, some, some great actors. But the number of them who've passed away... It's just, it's amazing for the age they were. They're not that old. And uh, Jeff Conway, I don't, you saw Grease, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Kanicki, 
you know, uh, John Travolta's best friend in that. Yeah. He, um, he plays um, a security officer on the show. He passed away soon after it. I mean, you've, he's not that old. I mean, he's, he's our age. Mm. And the number of them who've, who've died is just amazing. But that aside, J. Michael Straczynski created absolutely, in my opinion, the best space opera saga that has ever been. So. Best, like, like from Star Wars, or are you talking TV shows? TV, TV shows. Okay. TV shows. Now, if you asked me this question a couple of years ago, I'd say Walking Dead. Okay. I loved Walking Dead. You know, I was addicted to it. I had to be home Sunday night no matter what. And, you know, I love football. You know, we talked yeah, about this a few times. Yeah. Walking Dead actually took, for a while, took priority over football on me on Sunday nights, which is actually well, saying a lot. If you know me, that's yeah, saying a lot. That's good. I watch football that's on Sunday good. nights. Unfortunately, it's ever since the Terminus thing, when Carol just woke up Terminus. Right. Which was cool. It was an awesome moment. I haven't really... I still enjoy the show, but if I watch the show the next day now, as long as I don't read social media what happens, yeah. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like, oh, i got to be home and watch this. There's not that burning desire to yeah. see what happened next. And I, 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 that, yeah. A couple years ago, it's been gone a couple years that's where I That's where I got to on Game of Thrones. I enjoy it, but I didn't have to watch it all at once. And part of that is probably because you have to pay to watch it on HBO. Well, that's funny. You should, well, eventually you should watch anything you want to watch, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny you should say that because my answer is actually Game of Thrones. Did not see that coming. Well, really? yes, actually, I did. But that's did why you? I mentioned Game no, of Thrones. No, again, I have, Game of Thrones hasn't ended yet. But it's one season left, even though the season's like two years away, which is just ridiculous. Oh, that's, me. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. It's going to be an abbreviated season, probably. Yeah, I don't. I, I hate what they're doing with that. But, I mean, I never really didn't enjoy an episode. I love the episode I saw. I love all the characters. I love to hate Cersei. People hate Cersei. Yeah, I, think I was going to have you qualify the loving every character. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You, no, except. Except the, the he one who character. shall not be named or whatever. No, I won't name Brandstock every minute of this day. Yeah, but now you, you refresh yourself by saying his name out loud, don't no, you? No, I don't, because that okay. character is so boring. Oh, okay. And, and he, not the actor. Again, to be clear, it's not the actor. I, it might be the actor's fault. Because I'm honestly thinking this, right? The, but the actor has so much more energy himself than the character does. I, don't, I think he's being it told to do it that way. I don't think so. Because think of this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a big dork. We played Dungeons Dragons before together. Oh, yeah. I like the off-the-top characters who are just not the basic characters. Right. That's characters I always used to play. Bran is the character who can, you know, go through time and all this crazy stuff happens. This is a character cool. I should love. I can't stand him. He's so boring to me. And even going to like, some of the old episodes he's with, the other kid he was with, mm-hmm. just as boring as he was. <laughs> it was painful to watch for a point in time. I'm actually glad that the kid died. I hope Bran dies episode one in the first five minutes. You don't see him again. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. Now, think actually, of the, I, let me ask you that real quick. When you say the other kid, you're talking about the one he was traveling with? Yeah, but, the, but, the boy. I can't even remember the other kid's name. But the other Stark? No, no, no. Not, uh, Rickon? Rickon? Yeah, he's, he's dead already. Okay, I was going to ask you. I couldn't remember. I, it was one of those, I just could not remember whatever happened to Rickon. Rickon died he, in the Battle of the Bastards. Did he, he was running across the Jon Snow and... Uh, Ramsey shot him. Okay, I, I could not remember. That that's how yeah, important he, he was to the story. I could never. Rickon Rickon kind of disappeared. Yeah. No, it was um a lady and her brother found him and okay. Tom, yeah whatever okay. it was horribly yeah. boring. Yeah. Um, but he's a character I should in theory love. I hate this character. I want to tear yeah. my eyes when I see him. Ironically though, one of my favorite characters in the show. Yeah. Is uh Brianna, who's actually a character I normally would hate. The, like she's almost the closest thing to like a paladin you can get in this show, right? And usually kind of boring. Yeah, and they're but... usually kind of boring, but I love her. She's just my top three favorite characters in the show. Yeah. So you we'll just never it. know how it's going to go. What are, you, what are you doing right now with your phone? I was, I was pulling up 
names and such, I don't forget how they're pronounced. Oh, okay. Well, I was a little worried about that for a second. No, nothing weird. Nothing okay. weird. Okay, well, that's good. Anyways, yes, so <laughs> as of right now, Game of Thrones. Okay. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So I, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Now, I would love for some of these things to change. Like, I will say, uh, depending on Noah Hawley's plans for Legion, if he has, like, a multi-year arc for Legion and every year stays as good as season one, Legion, I... I could see that becoming a better saga. I can't. Uh, season well, one was enjoyable. I liked it a lot. I'm looking forward to season two, but season one, I wouldn't compare any season to Game of Thrones. Uh, Not see, one I, season. It does, I, I, I disagree on that one. I, I thought it was You're weird done man, so John well. Ross. What is it? I thought so, it was done so well. It was done really well. But again, there's... It depends like on how it all ties together. That's the other thing. Okay. If every season is just another season of the characters doing their thing, yeah, it's not a saga... That's different. Game of Thrones is definitely, there's a beginning, middle, and an end to the story, and you're done. Um, Walking Dead, there's a beginning, and everything else is middle. I'm not sure there ever, ever is an end for Walking Dead, so that's why I probably wouldn't have even, I, I still wouldn't have picked it, but I don't think I would even include it, because I wouldn't include Flash or Arrow or any of those. They're just ongoing things. Yeah, I could uh, I, I would pick something well, that has Walking a Walking Dead clear, has a chance to be an end. They find a cure, and they find a safe city. And Oh, I mean, it, it could. I just don't. I don't see them ever doing it. It's probably it. in Canada. It's got to be in Canada. The safest area going to be in Canada. I guarantee it is. <laughs> Hawaii. How about Hawaii? Well, if you get to Hawaii, yeah. If you can get there. I mean, you have the potential with something like an island Which station. I or... never thought of it. Why didn't you ever get to a boat? Like, they're in Atlanta, right? I think Fear Wouldn't you go got to, the... to a boat, right? I stopped watching Fear. I, I'm not watching either. I think they got to boats. But I would think, one of my plans, if I'm on the coast, like, Atlanta is close to the coast at least. Yeah, well, close enough. Well, it was close enough for For how long they've traveled? Yeah. Yes, they could have easily gotten to the coast and gotten a boat. Yeah, I would have gotten a boat and went somewhere else. Well, see, I would have gone south anyway. From Atlanta, I would not have gone north. And I know, there was the whole, is there a cure, get this guy, weird guy, up north because yeah. he has a cure or whatever. But, but long before then, I would have been traveling south because if you have no power or anything else, you want to get to where the climate is better and you don't have to deal with harsh winters and such. But the thing with the harsh wind is, I imagine the harsh wind is would destroy the walkers. I don't know because I mean, the, you really can't move in the wintertime. Yeah, I, that's, I, I guess I guess that's true. But I still would have gone south. I would have gone to you know northern Florida. I think it's probably easier to get warm in wintertime than it is to get cool in the summertime. That's why I went north Florida. You know, okay. Don't go all the way to Miami unless you want to go go all the way to the Keys if you want. And if you get to the Keys, that's the other thing. If you get down to the Keys, you know, and kind of block off, just there's only one path in or out. That's true. Uh, and then you can have boats if you do need to go somewhere else. That's true. Unless there's a hurricane coming. You know. <laughs> this is a, this yeah. is a hurricane. <laughs> By the way, in case you're wondering, if you don't hear from us again, the hurricane took us out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a big hurricane. I think it's called Hurricane Death. It's coming our way right now. Is that what it's, uh, it's called? Irma. 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 Okay, but this is an episode before Hurricane Irma hits. So if you don't hear from us again, John Paul is probably on a flagpole somewhere. I made it out alive because I'm smart enough to stay alive. But Okay. Sorry sure. Okay. So news. News. We'll move on to the news. Okay. So you, you will probably not be surprised by the two news items I have. Hit me up. Okay. First item. Over the weekend, Wonder Woman. Domestically, at well, least. I am not surprised. Not yes. surprised, yes. Domestically, Wonder Woman passed, um, just recently it passed Spider-Man, has now passed Captain America Winter Soldier and Iron Man 3. So she is now the fifth best-selling um, superhero on our shores. The only thing, only thing higher is the two Avengers movies and the second and third Batman movie. So, individual character-wise, the only character who's outsold her across any any of these things is Batman. 
which kind of makes sense when you look at comic book sales. Right. Superman would. I mean, Superman, Batman would. Um, and a team as the Avengers, between the fact that it was the Avengers and it was Joss Whedon, that makes sense. That would be higher. Well, I mean, at least Avengers 1 and, and The Dark Knight. Yeah. The second Batman movie. Those are better movies. And those are the top two in that yeah. order. That's the top two. And those are the best two, in my opinion. Yeah, the next two don't really deserve to be that high. They just were riding on the coattails of the first two. Which makes sense. I see that happening. Um, I still say The Crow's better than Wonder Woman. Love the crow. Don't get me wrong. Love the crow. The crow is never going to do those kind of numbers. Even if it no. came out today, the crow never. R-rated movies won't do any these numbers. Are... Well, even even. Well, and Deadpool made Deadpool, a lot of noise. Deadpool made a lot. I don't know so much about the R. It's just it's an independent. Nobody knows the character. I mean, honestly, the money it made was really because of the tragedy with Brandon Lee's death. Well, if it you, was a really good movie. Oh, it was. But think about it. If that had not happened for the extra publicity, oh, that's true. It, it would not have. That is true. Really gone anywhere. Um, second item again you won't be surprised uh, remember next year we've talked about it the Titans Teen Titans we got yes. a TV show coming more well, DC news yes yeah, streaming, a streaming show coming they finally cast the most important character on the show and I don't say that because of being a favorite but because he's the team lead Dick Grayson okay. so they finally cast Dick Grayson hey Batman you know Batman connected here um, I'm in great. fact you have a chance small chance of having kind of in a flashback because I don't think you'll see Batman like in the present but if you ever have Dick Grayson doing flashbacks to early days of adventuring with Batman, he's got to at least mention him. You can't not mention Batman on the show if you got Dick Grayson on there. Right. Uh, Brenton Thwaites. I'm probably not saying the name right, but Brenton Thwaites. Um, he was Will Turner's son in the most recent of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Anyway, he has been cast as Dick Grayson. So age-wise, um, you've got him. He's 28. He could, he could play anything probably from 18 up. Um, kind of like Michael J. Fox, you know, could always play a wide this range. This TV show or a movie? Um, Netflix style show. It's going to be DC's streaming service. Okay. Um, so ongoing series, or at least ten episodes, or whatever. But you've got a really young girl who's like thirteen years old for Raven. You've got him at twenty-eight years old, and I'm talking real ages here. So thirteen and twenty-eight. You got Raven and Dick Grayson. We don't know who Robin or Nightwing. I would hope at that age they'd have him as Nightwing. Um, imagine if he's 20 years old in you know real life, they'd probably make his character about 21. Yeah, probably early 20s. And what I'm kind of hoping is the first episode, there's something that happens that makes Dick Grayson realize he has to come out of retirement. You know, he's he's in that period of time where he's retired Robin but hasn't taken on the mantle of Nightwing. Okay. That, that would be kind of a good way of him coming out of retirement and putting a team together. That sounds intriguing, yes. It would work. It would work. Okay, well, I'm glad you came up with the DC. Any Marvel news? I have zero Marvel news. Zero. I'm sorry. I'm not surprised. I'm, su- I'm sure there's some Marvel news out there. Um, Do you search? Or you just go to like dcnews.com. I go to comicbook.com and Newsarama and just see what the top stories are. And well, because Inhumans comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something like that. Two or three weeks. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be um, a show. Let, let, let's let's yeah. make let's let's talk about that at the very end. Maybe as a question or something. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. How about you? You've been doing anything uh, cool. this weekend? Actually, yeah. uh, took my daughter to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and for those much. listening who don't realize, that's formerly MGM Disney, Studios. yes, Disney Hollywood Studios. And part of the Disney World Resort. It's actually area. renamed again, I assume, from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Although what I heard, they've been working in this really cool Star Wars hotel. Have you heard about this shit? I heard they were doing one, yeah. It's going to be a Star Wars hotel, but it's like $1,500 for three nights a month. It's some ridiculous price. It's an experience. Like, you're not just staying at the hotel, but you yeah, get a whole experience. You're going on, like, these quests and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. That it's will a great be. idea. Because, you know, unfortunately, there's not a lot to do there right now. But there's a lot of cool yeah. Star Wars things. 
And there's a cool Star Wars. You walk in there and there's a really cool Star Wars show. It, it used to be the Smash Stormtroopers and Phasma come out there. But now they, there's like a little screen behind them and they show those characters. They just right. added Ray to the show recently. Okay. And um, Ray cool. from the new Star Wars yeah. movie. Yeah, not the Adam Ray. And I no, saw no. her from like, you know, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, okay. I saw her from a distance. Like, wow, she looks really like Ray. Yeah. You, you blow it off. Yeah. And, um, you know, wife and my daughter are walking around, that kind of stuff, and they walk past us. Yeah. And JP, if you told me that was really Daisy Ridley dressed up like Ray, I'd believe it. This girl was just as convincing as possible as being Ray. And for all we know, it's not likely, but for all we know, it was. I it, mean, it probably wasn't, is my guess. Well, I'll use that as a segue over to it. Uh, Dragon Con. Okay. We we're going to talk about that some this time. We yes. did a preview last time. Um, went to see Jewel State. She played Kaylee on Firefly. Yes, no, she is, yes. Um, during her panel, one thing she mentioned is she did go walk around the con some with her husband. Mm-hmm. And she didn't dress up, but she fixed her hair different and kind of dressed differently. So maybe people would recognize her. No one really did. But she made a joke, and somebody said something to her, and she made a joke about it. But I think it'd be true. If at a con like that, if you're a character like like Kaylee, and if she'd put on, say, the overalls and the whole thing and walked around with a little parasol and pretended to just be somebody cosplaying the character, she could probably walk around that convention and have a lot of people take her picture. Hey, you look so much like her. But people would assume that it's not her. They just assume she's doing a fantastic job. I bet she could go completely incognito. Would you do that? I would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, that would be fantastic to do it. Because a lot of these actors, not all, but a lot of them do dress up, but usually with a mask on of some type to walk around. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of them wouldn't have to even do that. Now, if you're a big enough name, a Shatner level or whatever, you know, that you probably couldn't get away with it. But uh, there's a lot of them. I bet they could just do that. Then. I would tell them who I was or something. Like, I want to be, yes, I am big man. <laughs> Love me. Neil, Neil before B Man. I would do that. Neil before B Man. Neil before B Man. Maybe you start the show that way next time. You know, instead of old times. Maybe B-Man. maybe for your next cosplay, you can do Zod, and that way you can mix the two together. I think I'm, maybe I won't do that. But okay, yeah. I'll consider it. Good work. Good work. Okay. All right. So Dragon Con. Before I before I kind of spill just and gush about everything that happens. Is there anything specific you want to ask about? Um. What was the best thing you did at Dragon Con? Like, your favorite... You are there for four days, right? Four days of long experience? Um, we got there at noon on Thursday and left at noon on Monday. Okay. So, about four days. Whatever. Three and a half, call it. What was the number one thing you did? Like, oh my god, this was so much fun. You had to do this. Go for it. What is it? Number one thing. Uh, number one thing. Um, that'd be difficult, because every... I will say almost everything we did was a ton of fun. Okay. Almost. There, there's a couple of exceptions. I'll mention them. I'm not going to hide the non-fun but almost everything was um probably the best was the supergirl panel that i was on um because they've got both the celebrity panels and the fan panels which is fans talking so the and, best one you the favorite thing at dragon con was you talking well not just me there was there was four of us okay, on the panel. Well, th- th- okay that's did you promote the old titans while you're there by i the promoted the heck out of the old titans okay that's all that matters um everybody in the panel except for one was promoting all their podcasts and shows and I directed people out to listen to us, told them they, you know, could listen to themselves. They're asking questions, that kind of thing. So. Did you record us? I recorded one of the two panels I was on. I tried to record both, and I had a technical problem on the first one where it stopped recording after four seconds. We've done that before here on Old Titans. Yeah, it's not, it it's not nothing new to us. Yeah, yes. yeah. But on the second one, I got the entire thing. I just haven't edited it yet, so I need to edit it down and find out, do I post the whole thing, or do I just cut out segments that came post out better? Post the entire thing. Well... 
for questions from the audience, we had sections where there were a lot of questions from the audience, and not everybody was on microphone. So I might have to cut out stuff where there's just dead silence for a while. Right. So maybe I'll do it in chunks and then just right. commentary in between or something. But, uh, but that panel was good because we had so much audience participation, and all the panelists were really good, and we, we just had a great hour-long conversation about Supergirl. And um, How many showed up at this panel? At this panel, um, this one was probably the best attended of the three that I went to. I was on two and attended right. three of the fan panels. Um, the other one I did and the other fan panel that I just attended were in the 20 to 25 person range. The Supergirl one was somewhere, I'm trying to add, it was 50 plus. It, it could have oh, been okay. 75. You know, somewhere in the 50 to 75 person range. And the main question of this one is, did anyone know you from Old Titans originally? Nobody knew me from Old Titans originally, no. They probably know me, that's why. Okay. Yeah, unless you count Karen. She was in the audience. Of course. Uh, Karen counts as long as she knows me. Yeah, well, she knows us both. So that I guess is crazy. Um, but anyway, so it was fun because of the, the back and forth of the audience. You know, if you don't get the audience asking a lot of questions, it can still be fun, but not as good. And if you have panelists who are not as good at being spontaneous with good remarks, then the whole thing can fall apart. But we had a good group. Okay. So that was probably the number one thing. All right. Um, any other questions? No, hit me up more stuff. Okay, all right. So, so the, um, the things we always look forward to, you know, in, in general classifications, there's the celebrity panels. There's the fan panels. There's the parties, mm-hmm. uh, the dealer's room, all the costuming. Those are kind of the general categories. Um, the, the celebrity panels we saw. Okay, so we saw Nathan Fillion. Yes, we did. Absolutely fantastic. Did, yeah. I, I would say Nathan Fillion and John Barrowman are my top two panelists I've ever seen. Barrowman there this year? Barrowman was there. Okay. I did not get to see him this year. Uh, that was kind of a bummer. Didn't get to see him. But um, and not because I was you know kept out of a room, just schedule-wise it didn't work out to where I got to see him. Um, but Nathan Fillion, I'd never seen before in a panel like that. And he was a one-man show, and he was very funny, very engaging. You can tell he loves being there. And he, he mentioned it so many times about how lucky he feels as you know, he was part of this small show, you know, as far as small as far as number of episodes that was canceled even. But because of that, it's given his life so much more, so much more opportunities. And he loves giving back and he loves being a part of this community. And he was he was great. Um, he even had one moment where there was there was a brother sister combo that came up to the microphone. Because you have the you know, just like all panels, you got people come up to the microphones to ask questions and you have all different kinds. Some you roll your eyes at, some are great questions. And you had this one uh, brother-sister combo. She was about 12 years old, and he was 16, I think. They, they mentioned their ages. Anyway, so she was the younger, uh, younger sibling. And after their question, he asked her to come up front. He said, okay, well, and he pulls out from under the table this, um, this keychain. Here's a little Serenity keychain. He said, I always hide these at different places at conventions for people to find. I want to give you this one. I was a younger sibling, and I know what that's like. So... I want you to hold on to this. This this is for me to you. This 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 is something special, and you know he did that. You know, shook her hand and all that kind of stuff. And that was that was very very nice. Um, so he, he was he was a great panelist. He really was. Oh, always is though. Yeah. Uh, best cosplay you saw? Because I'm looking at some pictures right now, and um, if you go to his podcast pictures, you see John yeah. Paul Instagram as well. Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Destroyer. It looks incredible. It was. It looked just as good. A lot of times, stuff in pictures looks better than in person. Right. The destroyer looked just as good in person. He he was, he was fantastic. Um, I will say, from my sudden giddy reaction at the time and the fact that I ran across the hotel to capture the picture, was Kiss. 
No, it was not Kiss. Although Kiss was Kiss was cool. Okay. Uh, no, it was um, Bill. Um, remember um, Saturday morning cartoons and the Conjunction Junction. What's your function? Yeah, and all the other. Yeah. Remember, I'm just a Bill. Oh yes, I'm no, only I, I know, a Bill. I know Bill. Okay. I well, actually don't see that on uh, the. Podcast. I don't think I've posted that one yet. I've got a bunch to still post, so I'll be posting that as well. But somebody was dressed up as Bill from um, Schoolhouse Rocks, and that was. That that one just made me so happy. It's one I've wanted to do for a long time, and she did perfect. Um, she was there with Interplanet Janet, so that was also kind of so cool. you did not see Bill. Did your wife dress one woman this year? The steampunk one no, woman. No, she, she this year we um, our our cosplays were kind of coordinated. The first night there was a retro party where um, it was retro TV stuff, and so things like Six Million Dollar Man. Um, Buck Rogers, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, Gilligan's see, Island, things like that. One, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were Sonny and Cher, so that was fun. I got to shave off the beard and leave just the cheesy mustache, which I grew out a little bit. Uh, we did Sonny and Cher that night. It had a ton of people recognize us and loved it, so that was fun. Um, the second day, we did Supergirl and Brainiac 5. Which picture is posted on, on Twitter as well. I yes. didn't see that, yeah. yes. Yeah, that, that was great. That was the one we went to the Legion photo shoot for. But no Wonder Woman from her. No Wonder Woman this year. She's kind of a hot Wonder Woman. I'm sorry, well, she's she's, she's okay. a smoking hot lady right there. Okay. She's throwing it out there. But yeah, she'd, she'd done Wonder Woman, I think, three different conventions, variations and all. So this time it was Supergirl, and she was a great Supergirl. She went to the um, Super Family photo shoot as Supergirl and um, the Legion photo shoot. And we had two Brainiac 5s there, one from the animated series, one from Classic, which was me. We had uh, Matter Eater Lad. We actually I bet he was a big hit, huh? He was. He was. Was he really? Yeah. We had Chameleon Boy. He was He was great. We had um, Starboy. Yeah. Uh, and Lightning this is Lab. why I can't stand these characters. They're the worst names in history of any comic book characters. Yeah, there, there's just something nostalgic about them. No, it's nothing. Wonderful. It's just terrible. Yeah, and, and, and a Superboy. And we had a Superboy. Oh, God. So that, that was fun. And we did even... Uh, okay. What are the little bitty figures that you gave me a few of? That is the game. Hero clicks. Hero clicks. Okay, we did some hero click poses. We had we put some tables together to make a square pedestal and put the legion flag over it to make it look like it was the hero click pedestal. And it was square, not round, but it did still work. And then we had each of the characters pose on that. I got to post those as well. And that was that was a very cool thing. So so that was uh, when when we get to the cosplay stuff. That was probably my favorite was the legion photo shoot. But we also did the super photo shoot, the giant DC shoot. Did that? Um, uh, what other photo shoots did we do? There was one other one. Oh, we did not get to the Heroes of the CW photo shoot. We wanted to go to that one, just didn't work out timing wise. What celebrities you meet, or did you meet any? Okay, so meeting wise, as far as like face to face, whether yes. we shook hands or not, face to face, not a lot of face to face. I saw Peter David from across the room, and never got up to him actually. I don't know, that's not the, the Nathan Fillion level. Oh, the DL, Peter David, is John Paul from Old Titans, because he might have knowledge you then. Well, he, he knows me. We, we've talked multiple is times really? in the past. Yeah, he actually knows me. He's a big bowler. So when I worked for the Bowling Congress, um, we had a lot of bowling conversations and such. Now, see, table. if Peter David was on the Old Titans podcast, we actually we could might, might try to arrange that. Could you might arrange try, that? Might try. Might try. Yeah. You might try. Well, okay, how about this? I'll try. Might succeed. How about that? Okay, you go with that one. Okay. Um, we saw Jewel State. I mentioned that before. We saw Jewel State, who was absolutely delightful, wonderful. Um, probably not as bubbly cute as Kaylee, but still was... How tall is she out of curiosity? Is she short? 
Um, right, average for a female. Um, By four, give or take? Yeah, probably. Right okay. somewhere in there. Um, but she was wonderful. She had the best reaction to the convention. There was a guy who went up both for Nathan Fillion and for her. And we were sitting next to him at her, at her talk. And at the microphone, very first person for Nathan Fillion. We don't know who he is. We don't see him. He's from somewhere else in the room. Um, but you can hear from people saying stuff. Um, he's wearing a kilt. And he has a tattoo on his leg. And he walks up and he says, hey, I want to show you a tattoo I have on my leg. Uh, and Nathan Fillion's like, okay. And you can tell this is one of these creepy ones, uh, first off. And so he walks to the table and he's like, okay, everybody, just so you know, we got a guy walking to the table in a kilt about to raise his skirt up to show me his leg. I'm not sure how comfortable I am. You know, this is, but Nathan Fillion's having fun with it. I mean, right. he's, he's not making fun of the guy. He's just having fun with it. And he's like, okay, it would have been cooler if it was my face on your leg, but okay. And I got a laugh from everybody and. Then we went on. Sitting next to the guy, it just pure random chance of the Jewel State talk. He gets up and goes away and gets in line, which was great because now I had elbow room, which because those things always pack the chairs in too tight. Oh, yeah. And he gets in line. I'm like, hey, that means I'm going to have elbow room for a long time because these lines are really long. And he didn't jump up immediately. So he's way back at the back. He finally gets up there, and he gets up and realizes it's him when he says, hi, uh, it's nice to meet you, Jewel. Uh, I'm such and such from wherever he's from. And... I asked a question earlier of Nathan Philly and also had something to show him. I wanted to see if I could show you as well. She's like, um, maybe. And he's saying, it's a tattoo on my leg. And so he walks up, and he gets close to the table. And we're close enough at this one we can see. And he raises the kilt up. And it, this is, we're talking like a side on the hip side. You know, he's not flashing yeah, the fine. world or anything like that. And he raises it up. And she's sitting at the table and leaning over, you know, looking far. She don't get too close to the guy, not knowing. Right, what's she going to see? And suddenly, her reaction... <gasps> it's my face and just she started smiling so big and my face is on his leg it's my face and she gr- jumps up and runs around she has her phone in hand and takes a selfie with this guy's leg so it, her face and, it, and that face next to each other <laughs> and the whole place is dying laughing is it, it was probably the best reaction of any of the celebrities the entire time and and the guy wasn't creepy. Well, I guess maybe he's a little creepy. That, but anyway. It's creepy to put someone's face in your but, but he didn't act creepy next to her. Like, he, he, you know, he didn't approach without being asked to approach. He didn't do anything. And you said next to this guy, way. too. Yeah, I said next to the guy. Uh, um, no. Yeah, okay, I guess. You know, nothing was weird. Was it creepy on you? No, not really. I mean, have you seen Eurotrip? Scusi. No, I didn't say that. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, so that, that was good. Um and we saw a couple other celebrities. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was we saw now. This, that's terrible. I'm suddenly blanking on the other. Oh, you Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who fans. We saw Matt Smith. So who is? He is the 11th Doctor. So he's one of the doctors. Um, the old guy? No, he's young, wore the bow tie, tweed jacket and bow tie. Okay, I know 11th Doctor. And looks exactly the same in person as he does in character. Mannerisms are very similar. Not quite as bouncy, but other than that, he was very fun. Um, he seemed to enjoy being there. Answered questions. It was, it was great. Then later in the day, we saw um, Karen Gillum, who you'd probably recognize as a blue, bald alien from yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So Karen Gillum, who played Amelia Pond with Matt Smith's Doctor, and Alex Kingston, who is River Song. She's also the mom to the Lances, Laurel and Sarah Lance on um, Arrow and Flash and such. Oh yes, she, she's only been like two episodes. Oh, yeah, I blanked like for a second, but yes. But anyway, so she's been on that, and the two of them is mother daughter panel. Um, so they got to be on there, and, and that was good. Although I saw Karen Gillum space out a few times, you can tell. You know, you've heard the same questions over and over and over. And if the question's to somebody else on the panel, your mind wanders. 
and you could just see it in her face. It wasn't that she was bored. She just completely spaced out and blank stare, no drool coming out or anything like that. But, you know, just she was somewhere else, just completely somewhere else. And all of a sudden somebody would say something to her, uh, 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 uh. oh, um, and then she'd be right back in character, right back. And while she was, yeah, say in character, but, you know, on stage, you know, stage presence, very engaging and all the rest. And they kind of turn things around and they ask questions of the audience. Before you could ask a question, they asked trivia questions of the audience. And that was kind of fun. You could win a banana. Except for the very last person. The last person, the bag the bananas were in, they actually autographed the bag and gave them. Do they really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that, that, was, that was neat. Um, so it was, those were fun. So those were the celebrities this year. Uh, I do wish I'd seen John Barrowman. He cosplayed as Wonder Woman in a little bitty skimpy Wonder Woman dress for his panel. And... Um, was, he was videotaped by somebody sitting on the Game of Thrones, you know, the Iron Throne and the Wonder Woman dress, acting basically Cersei style, and um, he bounces around and does his thing. And I heard he's totally, he's on the arrow, no more arrow for him. Um, you saw the end of the season, no. Arrow? You didn't see the end of the season? I got right bored now? halfway through and I shut it off. Okay. Do you care if I spoil anything then? Uh, yeah. I won't spoil anything if you don't want to know. Uh, no, I, I might get back. I okay, still... I won't spoil it then. But they gave him away at the end of the season... To come back or not come back. I'll, I'll put it that way. They gave him away at the end to come back or not come back. That's as generic as I can give it. Okay. Um, my understanding is there's options in contracts that they could exercise or he could exercise or whatever, but we don't know. We don't know if he's coming back or not. All right. They did have a um, Legion, uh, Legends Tomorrow, Legion of Doom panel. That was the one I wanted to go to. That was him, Neil McDonough, who was Damian Dark. And I can't remember the actor's name, but um, Eobard Thawne, the reverse Flash. He was good. Yeah, so the three of them were on a panel together. which They were they were fantastic last year on Legends Tomorrow. Which Never sorry. I know, you got to see it. And I really, when I heard Damien Dark was coming back, I was like, really? My least favorite villain in all of those shows, the entire runs of all the shows, my least favorite one, you bring him back, and he was fantastic on Legends Tomorrow. Well, he was in Legends Season 1, he was actually really good. Only one episode. One episode. But when they came back, it, the three of them work really well. And really, him and John Barrowman as a pair on screen, you know, some actors just pair up really well. You know, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, uh, Abin Costello, you name it. You know, there's, yeah. there's the classic pairings. The two of them just had great chemistry on screen together. Okay. So, yeah, that, that was fun. Uh, what else would you like to know? Um, well, pretty much how the shot, like, compared to Megacon, just yeah. compared to Megacon right now. The amount of people that showed up, same, similar, a lot yeah, more? Yeah, you know, somewhere, somewhere in the mid-80,000s, somewhere like that. I know Megacon said they were expecting over 100. I really don't think they hit that this year, but once you get above 50 or 60,000, you, you mean, yeah, it's well, just a ton of people. Megacon on Saturday, I didn't bother going to the showroom floor. Was that insane? Yeah. Um, okay, so about the same on people. It does seem like DragonCon had a lot more celebrities. It has more celebrities. Um, we're not talking such an ex- extreme number more that you feel cheated Right. Megacon, but it does have more, and a lot of the ones they have when you look at the list are people who don't do panels or anything else. They're in their autograph room, maybe a Lou Ferrigno level um, person who, you know, they're there to sign autographs, meet, take pictures, shake hands, and that, that's it. Uh, so you get a lot of that. Um, you get a few. Garrett Wang. Garrett Wang was on um, Star Trek Voyager, I believe it is. He also is a resident there, and he um, he runs the Star Trek fan panels. No kidding. He runs the Star Trek fan panels. Now, he did participate. You had a ton of the next-gen cast there. You had Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis, Brent Spiner, um, Michael Dorn, um, 
Gates McFadden, and I'm forgetting somebody probably, and him. So you had like a ton of next-gen cast plus him, and he was moderating the panel. But even some of the fan panels he's on, uh, just because he loves being a part of that world. Was the 501st Army there, the Star Wars people? For the parade on Saturday morning. They've got um, the biggest parade in Georgia. takes place on Saturday morning of Dragon Con and walks through the streets, uh, and, they, and they, they group it together. Like you have DC heroes, you have Marvel heroes, you have... Um, Lego heroes. You have a lot of people that do That's the boxes. Awesome. I love the Lego heroes. The Lego heroes. You've got um, fantasy. You've got um, you know video game themed ones. You know, they, each year they, they might change up their groupings, but they try to group them similarly. Okay. And the five hundred first is always a big chunk marching lockstep together down the street. That's one thing. Megacon cool. doesn't have is a nice parade. They need a parade. They do need a parade. Just take over I drive. I mean, they got a perfect location there for it. They really do. Just walk, walk down my drive and close it off for an hour or two, and that's all you have to do. Now, cosplay-wise, yeah. was, like, what do you think? Yeah. Well, go ahead. What do you well, think Okay, well, Drag- Dragon Con is known as one of the top two or three cosplay conventions in the country. That's, I mean, not, a, that's not a knock on Megacon or any other one. No, Megacon, I would say, like... they got some great ones. One out of every two people cosplay, give or take. Yeah, but it's, it's... I won't say it's 100%, but it's... It's a really, really high percentage cosplay. But the quality, the level of cosplay there is just absolutely incredible. Um, you had mentioned before, you, you were asking um, in the preview, did were there any of the um, kind of pro or semi-pro cosplayers there? Yes. Um, we do know Lawrence C. was not there. She's trying to be there next year. Yeah. Now, some of those people show up and walk around and have their picture made and stuff like that. But it's actually against Dragon Hunt policy to charge people for any kind of photographs. Which they should... I totally agree with this. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're a celebrity, that's different. If you're, if you're actually an official listed celebrity, you can do that. But you have to apply to being a celebrity if, you don't, if they don't come and recruit you. If you're somebody like, you know, in any of the, I won't pick on anyone, but any of these um, pro or semi-pro cosplayers, you have to fill out an application. And that doesn't mean, you know, I'm sure there's a lot get turned down. Um, if you don't get approved as an official guest, you can't charge for um, photographs. Cosplay, you should never be charged. And this is why another reason I love Lawrence C is I remember at the MegaCon, she posted on her page, Twitter page. Um, it's kind of like a gift with like a head shake, and she seemed really upset by people, you know, charging me autographs for cosplayers. Yeah, yeah. It's a hobby, it's a love. And you're killing the love of cosplaying once you do It's a job, and it should be a job. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. So that's one reason you probably don't see as much of that, because it is an official policy. You don't see as many of them as you do. I wish MegaCon would have, like, Pretty much do that. I'm not against people making money, yeah. but I don't know. It just it seems to kill the the fan part. Yeah, of it. yeah. And I mean, do you really care about this person? I mean, whoever they are. I mean, no, no. They look cool. They look cool. I've seen Elvis in the street of Vegas. Same thing, essentially. Yes, exactly. Um, so, but um, but the amount of cosplay there was incredible. Uh, the Marriott is where the biggest bulk of them hang out when they're ready to have pictures taken. Um, do you remember the Doc Ock from MegaCon this yes. year? He was there. We saw Doc Ock there. Same guy. Same. Well, based on, based on looking at the construction of the costume, it looked identical, so I'm assuming it's the same guy. Okay. Um, you know, visually, he looked like Doc Ock from the comics. So, I mean, yeah, you could, in theory, have two people doing the, the exact same thing. But being this close, phys- you know, physically this close um, city-wise, he's probably the same person. Now, if we go to Meg- uh, DragonCon next year, yeah. do we fill out the uh, celebrity park? Is it, what kind of celebrities are you? We're like, we're... You know, B-plus listeners? Yeah, yeah, we could always try. I'm not you sure how so? far we get. You know. Well, you know, we're up to like 50 listeners. Not yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. we're, we're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. 
right. Hey, some of the people that show up that call themselves celebrities are probably not any bigger <laughs> celebrity than that. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, anyway, I will say the fan panels, not just because of mine, but the fan panels are probably my favorite. The celebrity panels are great. I like seeing the celebrities. Um, but that stuff also gets recorded, and you can buy the um, streaming membership. If you have a membership already to Dragon Con, it's $10 extra. If you don't, it's $30. And then for three months, you can watch any of the big panels, the costume contest, and all that kind of stuff. So anybody who wants to go see any of this, go pay 30 bucks and um, watch online Matt Smith and Nathan Fillion and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, all jokes aside, you need to come through for me this weekend. My wife, okay. favorite writer, loves Laura K. Hamilton. Okay. Loves Anita Blake, Vampire Hunter. Yep. Yep. I'm not into the vampires that much. No. They're just they're overdone for me, but... You know, she loves them, and she loves Laura K. Hamilton, and the fact that she actually got a nice autographed copy for her birthday, which was yesterday. So, happy birthday. You, you made her day. Yeah. Yes, the call to her. You made her day. Thank you so much. Oh, that, that was kind of awesome. And just as long as we're mentioning birthdays, the B-Man's about to get to be an even older Titan. Yes. Uh, this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. <laughs> it's during the, uh, again, hurricane, so. Yeah, so, um, and my wife says a few days after that, she turns the big 5 50 uh, which appreciate the comments on Wonder Woman, and she does look fantastic as Supergirl and all the rest. Uh, for 50, doing doing great. And that's yours is kind of the day before the hurricane hits, and hers is the day after it hits, if everything stays on exactly exact schedule. Yeah. So more than likely, <laughs> one of you has your birthday completely screwed up as far as on the day itself. Yeah, well, probably both of us, actually. Probably both, probably both. You know, mine's going to be a lot of rain, and hers is going to be a lot of cleanup. So we'll, we'll deal with that. It'll, yeah. it'll be okay. Um yeah, I think that pretty much covers most of the Dragon Con stuff. Um, if I think of anything else I didn't mention, I'll make sure next time to say, oh, oh, and this one thing. You know, that. And again, you post some pictures, check out our Twitter page, yep. Instagram, Old Titans. A lot of cool pictures on there. Yeah, I'll keep posting a few more every day because uh, I took hundreds just because so many costumes. and could not believe some of the quality of some of them. And did I post the Neo with all the Men in Black thing? I did not see that one. I'll make sure to post that one next. And this one I actually was jealous about because my biggest complaint about the cosplaying at Megacon was it seemed like everybody did video games. Everybody. Yeah. There, there was some and I there. I that was a big amount. But no, it, they try to go more comic book, sci-fi, obscure at Dragon Con. You get plenty of Superman and all the rest, but people want to do something that really stands out. Right. They, they want to do something. Miss Piggy is Wonder Woman. I mean, Miss Piggy as Wonder Woman was incredible. That is a great... Actually, my wife's working on cosplay right now. Yeah? I'm not telling you what it is, just okay. in case it doesn't get done, but... As for you? No, or for her. For her? Oh, even better. She's going to cosplay next year, so... Hey, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, that's, that's the plan for us. Right. But again, my big plan was... like I think everybody was Overwatch this year. I like Overwatch Overwatch games. was huge, yeah. And, and I, I didn't I, see I didn't see a single one. That didn't mean they weren't there. Right. They could have been there. I know the video game panels... Dragon Con is spread across five hotels and America's Mart and other stuff. And I don't think I was ever near where the video game panels were. So I probably missed them. I have nothing to get. I think it's yeah. great when you see a one or two. But it seemed like this year, like last year, my big complaint was everybody was Deadpool. Yeah. There were thousands of Deadpools, thousands of Hollies, which I'm usually okay with thousands of Hollies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. And I'm glad to see I didn't see those. It was good. I mean, I like the obscure ones. Yeah. Those ones mean a lot. And the mashups. I will say the mashups are some of the... Mashups are getting cooler now. And yeah, I mean, like, again, the Miss Piggy Wonder Woman was just, when you saw it, it was incredible. You it, can't think of that, yeah. It, you know, how some of these people come up with some of the ideas. Once they come up with them, you go, oh, that's so obvious. Wow, that's fantastic. But until you see it. And I will say the Bunny Hutch party, 
um, the parties are... Bunny hugs parties. They have parties. In fact, next time I'll talk more about the parties. But they right. have parties all over Dragon Con every night, included free with your admission and all the rest. Thursday night, the preview night before everything starts, they come as half or a bunny. But it's in costume, so you're a Wonder Woman bunny. Or you're an Iron Man or you know Tony Stark, Hugh Hefner, or whatever. It's the Bunny Hutch Party. And the number of different bunny variations of characters uh, was really cool. And I'll leave you with this one. I'll, I'll find the picture later. The uh, mashup of Wolverine and Deadpool with Slave Leia. That was cool. I don't think I'd want to see that one. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll see. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't want to see that one. All right. So for our last few seconds here, what's our B-Man question of the week for next time? We talked about Wonder Woman already. Yep. Big success. We both loved it. Is the world finally ready for a female lead superhero character? Not just America. America is obviously ready for it. America right. is accepting to it. But is the rest of the world? Yeah, the rest of the world still seems iffy, or do you think they're finally ready to accept the fact? All right. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. So until next time, this is John Paul. Be me in. We are out of here. <laughs>